This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There is a solar eclipse taking place this weekend. I believe it's Saturday the 14th. Pretty sure. Um, it's an annual solar eclipse, but I mean, think about this for a second. Uh, we don't talk about solar eclipses every year, right? I mean, they are annual, so obviously there's something different, and I think it's the fact that we probably got a pretty good shot of seeing it this time uh, in Alberta. Um, why? Why is this one different? What can we expect? What do we need to know? There's a lot of questions I need answers to, and I think I know someone who has all of the answers for us. We're going to chat with Orbax, who is a science communicator from the Department of Physics at the University of Guelph. Orbax, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. No problem. How are you doing this morning or I'm afternoon, doing... whatever it might be? Uh, it's, it's almost <laughs> afternoon. we got about a half hour to go. Perfect. We're right on the line. <laughs> okay. Solar eclipse. Like I say, it's an annual solar eclipse, but we don't talk about them annually. Why yeah. not? Well, so solar eclipses happen, you know, they actually happen more often than we think. Two to five times a year you can get a solar eclipse, but we don't always line up exactly with what we need to be lined up with to see a solar eclipse. Okay. So that's that's the issue, is that they occur all over the place. The, the, all you need to have happen is the moon has to be in a direct line from your line of sight to the sun. But the chances of that happening are fairly rare. And so that's what makes this upcoming one a little bit rare. So like you said, you're right, it's on Saturday. You're going to see a partial solar eclipse. So you're going to see in Alberta, you're going to see about 60 to 50% of the, the sun actually get covered by the moon early in the morning too, about 1030 in the morning. Okay. Um, so we'll see 50 to 60%. So is it going to get dark? Like, will it look weird? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it literally, it, it, it's the classic image where you see where the, the, the sun will be up in the sky, the dark shadow of the moon will start to cross in front of it, starting about, it, it, the whole process takes about two and a half hours. So starting at about quarter after nine, the sun's going to uh, start disappearing, the moon will start creeping in front, come about 10.30, you're going to have your peak uh, uh, magnitude of about 60-70% coverage, and then it's going to recede and disappear by about 11.45. Okay, all right, and like you say, it won't be completely blocked out, no. about half of it or so, okay. And and the, the interesting thing about this one is, uh, I don't know how much you, you've heard, probably it seems to be a, a part of the lexicon this summer is everybody's talking about supermoons all the time. Oh, geez, I know. Check, check out the supermoon. Look at the supermoon. <laughs> so that the reason that this ha that happens is because the moon's orbit around the Earth is an ellipse. It's not a perfect circle. So there's times when the moon's a little bit closer to the Earth and okay. we get a supermoon. But there's also times when the moon's a little bit further away. And that's when you get uh, a moon that's not quite big enough to block out the entire sun. And that's something called this annular solar eclipse. So across a big chunk of North America, you're actually going to see a ring of fire eclipse where that smaller moon blocks out the middle of the sun. There's a big flaming ring around it. But unfortunately, in Canada, we don't get to see all that. We just get to see that partial solar eclipse as a uh, result. No, that's too bad. Okay. Um, now, is this one of those eclipses where they tell you don't look at it? 
I mean, I guess you never want to look at the sun, yes. right? Well, fundamentally, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's, not that, that looking at, it's not that looking at an eclipse is dangerous as much as staring at the sun is never a good course of action, just just in general. So you can get eclipse glasses, um, welding goggles, things like that work. Uh, NASA has got a great safety page. So if you Google NASA safety eclipses, they've got a great one page online that you can look and see how can I safely go and observe a solar eclipse. Okay, what about the, like, I know there was something last time that was a big event uh, where you could do something with a cardboard box. I mean, it didn't make sense to me. Does that work? Yeah, pinhole camera. So basically all you're trying to do is you're trying to reduce the amount of sunlight that you get to your eye. Okay. So a pinhole camera or a camera obscura is a, uh, it's actually something that they used to do in, um, Oh, 15th century or so, or even before that, where you just get a big box, you poke a little hole in the end of it, and you look inside of that, and the light coming from the sun through that little hole is reduced enough that it then creates an image, not unlike an actual old-school film camera, onto the other side of the box, and you can see that reduced amount of sunlight making that shadow and, and having it go. So it's, it's a fun little project if you've got junior scientists at home who want to play around with it. You can spend you know, the Friday working on that yeah. and take it out Saturday morning. Cool. Okay. Um, um, does it just look neat, or is there some scientific value in this orbax? Do we learn? Is there something like, will there be scientists studying this eclipse, or do we know everything there is to know about an eclipse? Well, I mean, that's the one great thing about science is there's always something new to learn, right? So as our ability to collect data, as our ability to have incredible experiments continues and increases, there's always more that we can find out. And it is a rare opportunity to kind of see this type of thing in North America. So... The, the observatories are running experiments during the day, collecting data, trying to observe and trying to see uh, various things. The first, one of the, the biggest things that came out of the uh, eclipse originally was a way of um, partially proving the theory of relativity by looking at something called gravitational lensing or how light kind of bends around distant oh, yeah. stars. So that was something we were able to see with an eclipse that we wouldn't have been able to see without an eclipse. Um, okay, if we if we sleep in and we miss this one on Saturday, when's our next chance? Any, any idea? Well, there's so there's partial eclipses coming up in the next few years. Over the next five years or so, if you go to a website called timeanddate.com, you can literally, for wherever region you are in the world, put in eclipses. It shows you all the eclipses coming up. But coming up, I'm based in Guelph, and our big news is that in April, we're going to experience Guelph on Ontario, near Waterloo, kind of an hour out of Toronto. Yeah. Us in the Niagara region next year are going to see a, uh, on April 8th, we'll see a full lunar or full solar eclipse so completely wiped out in the middle of the afternoon and you should be able to see a portion of that too you might not get the full eclipse depending on where you are in alberta but you'll be able to see a portion of it as well so we're looking forward to that it's an exciting opportunity to do outreach and it's exciting opportunity to get young people just interested in the universe the sky and to look up yeah it's pretty awesome excellent orbax all the answers to all the questions thank you so much sir (laughs) no problem thank you for having me this morning (laughs) you bet uh that's orbax Just Orbax. He's a science communicator uh, for the Department of Physics at the University of Guelph. Last one, Sarah, was 2017. Did you look at it? Apparently I did. I don't remember it. That was only six years ago, kid. I don't don't remember remember it. My dad says we all went out and looked at it with his welding mask. Oh, you were over 18 six years ago, so probably that's... No, I wasn't. No? I don't think I was. How old are you right now? 24. I'm not going to correct your math, but you were over 18. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Um, are you going to get up for this one, 10.30 on Saturday morning? No. Yeah, I'm not, not going to look for it.
That's that's tough for you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure last time, because remember, um, it was the infamous time where Donald Trump looked up at the sun. Because we, you get, <laughs> you get told a million times, don't look at the. That was eclipse, a thing. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And if he, he walked out on the on the balcony at the White House and looked right up at the sun, it was it was a, it was a meme that went around for a while. Um, and I remember making the choice that day to to have a nap. Yeah. Because I mean, this one at ten thirty Saturday morning, if I remember, I think I'll go look at this one. You're not gonna remember. Oh, I was going to ask Orbax if I could just wear my uh, my Ray-Bans. Do you think you can do that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, call him back, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek will call back Orbax and we'll find out if you can just use sunglasses. Because I remember when I was a kid in about uh, grade four or five, there was an eclipse and my dad got a piece of the welder's glass. Yeah. Like your dad had. Yeah. And I remember looking at it with that. But uh, I don't have anything handy right now uh, that would... Johnny's got a welder's mask, I think can give you that. Yeah, but I don't want to wear a whole mask. It seems like a lot of work to look at this. No, it's not a lot of work. Plus, you know what the other thing is? If you just sit in the house watching TV and open up Twitter... You can see all the pictures. All kinds of people yeah. will be posting pictures on there, yeah. Yeah, so we no, won't have you don't even have to worry about it. about it. Hey, Orbax, are you there? I am, I'm back. Hey, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to ask you. I, wait, what if I just wear sunglasses? Can I look at it then? No, you shouldn't. Hmm, okay, so I need yeah, to get so some actual welding glass. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it, it can be incredibly damaging. Um, so it is one of those things that you know it takes a little bit of extra effort to observe it safely, but it's definitely worth watching it and checking it out when you can. And you can't just look really quick and then look away. That that's not a good idea. <laughs> no, no, definitely. <laughs> but that pinhole camera is is a great little experiment that all you need is a cardboard box to do at home, and uh, you know, and 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 the young people can use that and take a look. But yeah, definitely do it safely. And like I said, check out that eclipse safety. Eclipse Viewing uh, web, web page through NASA. Excellent. Orbex, thanks for coming back. I appreciate Cheers. it. Take care, buddy. Talk to you later.